0: Hey guys, this is Kurt. And Logan. And we're here to talk about Battle Bards.
1: I thought we were here to talk about how you're a terrible father pimping out your son. What? 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 Nothing.
0: (laughs) Okay. No, Battle Bards is great fantasy audio.
1: I wouldn't know that. Only things I care about are cartoons, balloons, Star Wars, candy, flames dogs, <laughs> Pokemon, video games, fireflies.
0: Do you even know what those are?
1: Existentialist paintings.
0: How do you even know how to say that?
1: The sound of farts, <laughs> ninjas, and electronics.
0: Okay, that's a lot to process. Farts? Really? Oh, but check this out. Lord Ardok is a wooden fatigue symbol Bida October Mon first day out with Monkasabu Kazabu Don Fu Chitang asparos.
1: Oh scary <laughs> and this Oh impressive
0: You can't deny this, though. Okay,
1: that's very cool.
0: Okay, Logan, so how much would you pay for that awesome
1: audio? 13.2 pesos?
0: There's no such thing as 0.2 pesos. 1,500
1: yen? 500 pinks? Republic credits.
0: That's not even real. That's Star Wars, Logan. Well, let me tell you. You go to BattleBars.com. You sign up for an account. And not only do you get that premium audio, but you can get a little something from us also. With the $10 and $25 packages, you get one free track with MFGCAST1 as your coupon code. Buy a $50 or $100 package and get five free tracks with the code MFGCAST2. That's a half of an album. For free, just for using that coupon code. Could it be any easier? Buy the $150 and $300 packages. Not only do you get most of Battle Bards fantasy audio, soundscapes, music, sound effects, etc., but you also get 10 free tracks with coupon code MFGCast3. A full album for free for using a coupon code from us. You're welcome.
1: I'll just buy that great audio right now.
0: Wait, but you have to you have
1: to ask your parents permission before you
0: buy this is the MFG cast. Hey, guys, Kurt here. Another episode. We got a good one for you. Not only is it me, but I have Dan and Kim here. Say hello.
2: What up, baby?
3: Hello.
0: (laughs) And uh, Dan and Kim actually had an awesome concept that they wanted to bring to life, and so that is going to be the theme for our episode. So I'm going to hand it over to you guys. Take it away.
2: All right, Kurt. Well, uh, before we jump into our our little discussion here, recently for the, uh, the nerd community... There has been a new national holiday. May not be on your calendars yet. You may not see any cards from Hallmark for it yet, but we call it Tabletop Day. Arguably the most important holiday in the Meeple calendar. So, the question for you, Kurt, what did you get to do on Tabletop Day?
0: Well, actually, you're wrong. It's actually International Tabletop Day. Oh, shit! Oh, wow. Eat that, son. Okay. So. Man, I just got <laughs> schooled by Kurt. Oh well, it's funny too because we t- we had talked about you know talking about well, what we played and I was I looked it up online. I did the same thing. I was like tabletop day. I'm like can't find it. Um, oh, international tabletop day. I get it.
2: <laughs> it's the IHOP um, of tabletop.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, we didn't play as many games as I thought we would because. In past years, we've actually kind of made it a day to kind of sit down and play it. Well, life has been sh- batshit crazy for us lately, so it's been hard to kind of get stuff to the table, but we were able to do it. We actually went over to Richard Chain's house because we actually got a babysitter, and we went over and we played Legendary with them. I haven't played th- played it with them for a bit, and they really like playing deck-building games, so it was nice to play that. I'm trying to think of what we, pl- which one we played. I think we played... We played the villain set, and then I think we actually just used the the set that comes with villains. We didn't do any—I didn't do any, um, any mix-up with that, but uh, it was just nice to play that again. Just a little aside, me and Mike have been playing on Tuesdays, you know, familiar Mike that you haven't heard of in forever, but we've been playing games every Tuesday night, and we're trying to theme it up every once in a while. Well, we've decided that at least for two weeks— we were going to play the same games, but they're different expansions uh, over and over again. So with Legendary, we decided to pick a week where we're going to... Pl- Mike has a lot of stuff. I have a bunch of it. We're probably missing... I don't think we're missing anything, actually, the Legendary line. You got the so... Fantastic Four set? Oh, yeah. Yep. There you go. That's, that's the one that's missing. Yep. That's the, the cash money one. <laughs> yep. yeah, The one that you have to pay $2,000 to buy. But we have everything else up to date and just because they've come out with so much shit we haven't even scratched the surface of getting through any of like you know like a quarter of it you know so it's cool to kind of you know play that get your strategy in and stuff like that and then also to play with other people it's like wow it's you know you see things a little more clearly where you know i feel like as a player i don't get to do that enough especially with having this podcast it's like okay we're always playing the new thing we're having we're being very lucky enough for other people to say hey would you like to try it yes i would love to thank you you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, so a lot of times you don't get to play that same game and over over and over again. So, you know, me and Mike had played that and then we would played and then we, we would uh, sit down and make it a weekly thing for the um, pa- Pathfinder Adventure Card game. Okay, so now that I just talked about that for way too long, the other game we played before we actually went over to my buddy Shane's house is we played uh, Zephyr Winds of Change, which as of this recording... When you hear this, our review for that is going to be up. So, if you want to find out what we think of that, why don't you go ahead and go over it and uh, listen to that review? So, and that's what we played on Tabletop Day. What about you guys?
2: Uh, well, the first thing uh, I got to know is I'm looking forward to that episode because I want to hear that one about the Zephyr Winds of Change. Ever since you showed me that box, that thing looks awesome. What
3: well, yeah. is it called? Zephyr Winds of Change?
2: Yeah, yep. Winds of Change.
3: Winds of Change. Yeah,
2: it looks awesome. It's one of those things that, just like uh, from Kurt showing me, limited parts of it. Like yeah, that'll fall into our wheelhouse. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and if if
3: you're
0: and if you're interested, actually, I just found out as of this recording today. Mm -hmm. What day is it today? It's May seventeenth. You'll be hearing this later, but whatever. Um, Go to portaldragon.com and you can grab a copy of it for only fifty five dollars, and that's the founder's copy with everything included in it.
3: (sighs) What kind of mechanics
2: is in it? You'll have to wait to listen to Kurt's special review
3: episode. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly.
0: No spoiling, Kim. Dude. And, and what
2: was okay. that website again?
0: Uh, PortalDragon.com.
2: Okay, just putting that in my address bar right now, <laughs> just so later on we can just take a look at that thing there. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> so we got to play a slew of games on Tabletop Day. It was a ultimate and bittersweet for us as mm-hmm. the game room has closed its doors after like 40 years.
0: Boo! Okay, I want to know why. 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 why?
3: Um, wow. I think it's mostly because um, it wasn't only a board game shop, but it was also it also sold like bar stuff, um, pool tables, arcade games, stools, card uh, like decks of cards, stuff like that. Okay. And so how could that go
0: wrong? That's well, like every everything you could ever want. It,
2: it was actually. Um unfortunately like the mall was changing stuff up and they wanted like they were forcing the stores to do reno's, and you had to use like certain contractors that were affiliated with the, the building as opposed to outside contra- so it became a choice of like well you can spend several thousands of dollars getting your store up to matching the other things in the here or you can leave and just the owner was kind of like, I think we're done here. Because they have other stores in other locations. It's not like that was their only store. Oh, okay. But it was the one closest to us, so we're like, god damn it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately there's not a teleporter that you can go to.
2: Yeah, so it's like, you know, uh, looking at other closest game stores in the area, it's like, oh, an hour and 20, an hour and 40, two hours. Awesome. But, uh, before we talk about the sorrows, let's talk about the good times. (laughs) (laughs) So, my day kicked off with terraforming mars awesome yes which uh as you may know is like one of the coolest games from stronghold games everyone that plays like you know occasionally people are like this game sucks it's the worst thing forever boo anything anyone likes it, it is like probably like my sixth or seventh play of the game by now it is still solid still amazing and it's great because every time you play it people are like Could I, "Can i get it next can i get it next it's like a two-hour game and yeah, it's like, that's you know, crazy. It's like, well, we just we're on our third round. We're not going to be done until like twelve forty. You know, like, that's all right. I'll wait. It's like, okay. <laughs> After that, I got in some Millennium Blades. Nice. Which remains one of the coolest games to simulate a Magic tournament. Also, one of the most insane games to simulate a Magic tournament. It's just like the setting up. There's just so many cards, so so many cards. You feel like you actually opened a box of Magic cards when you play this thing. <laughs> But just uh, we got to play a five-player though, which was great. Wow! Because it was uh, you know, like everyone's throwing the money around and offering trades, and and of course, like there was the one guy there that's like a big-time Magic player. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, "Well, I, I won't be cheating this unless I get uh, eight stars and cards and five dollars as a bonus." And we're like, "Okay, whatever, dude." And everyone just like kind of ignored him and like was because <laughs> he was like doing that <laughs> magic, like this thing is worth this, and we're like. It's not worth anything. It's a fake game. <laughs> uh, nice. All of it goes back in the same box at the end. You, uh, it's, <laughs> you can't extort somebody for the extra $2 in value in Millennium Blades. But that was really, really fun. And what's great is I won by one point nice. in Millennium Blades. I did not come in first in any of the tournaments that we played. But at the end of the game, all the money, like uh, every $4 is a victory point. So I just hoarded cash. Nice. Because in Millennium Blades, much like real life, a lack of skill can easily be overlooked when you have piles of money. <laughs> <laughs> also, got to climb around with, like, a lighter game, cho- uh, Joking Hazard. The nice. cyanide and happiness, uh, Cards Against Humanity, essentially. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I'll say this. I like it more than Cards Against Humanity. Wow. It's like, it's just, you know, because it's like, a l- I, it sounds weird, but like, you get a tiny bit of control over how the game goes, as opposed to just read a card, get answers. Yeah. Because um, you flip over the top of the deck, and that's a panel in the comic strip, and then you choose, as the judge, you choose one from your hand to either be the first or second panel in that comic strip. Okay. So you can put, like, a slight tempo to it, so people's answers actually become better or worse based on the order of those two cards. So that was kind of nice. neat. It was fun. It cool. was simple. What did
3: you get to that game? So, I actually started off with uh, Oh My Goods. No, because I, I was trying to remember who, who I was playing it with. I forgot. But um, Mike Smith
2: and two other people.
3: Trying to teach the game, though, was rough. I'm not a teacher. I can't teach stuff. <laughs> so, I was like... I hope they had a good time. I'm not sure, because... They said they enjoyed you, little, and they
2: had a blast. Yeah,
3: because it, it was a little rough going for a game where... Basically, your buying power is um, the same cards that you buy from. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you turn them over, it has, like, a gold coin on them, and then when you flip them over, it has those buildings. So the fact that you're using those cards to also buy the same cards that they are, it gets a little confusing. Like
2: that abstract level. Yeah, Yeah.
3: because it's like, oh, well, what do we buy from? I was like, oh, well, you know, when you produce, you put those cards on top, and then from there you buy... And it does like when I first played it, it got a little confusing. I wasn't sure exactly how it was. but once you play it, like the first time you play it, I think it's like just one go and then you're good. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. Yeah, and... which is funny,
0: which is funny that you say that too, because um, it's like a, it's like a complex euro game and a little card game. Um, and unfortunately, we're gonna have to have you guys teach it to us because we one night we pulled it out and we're like, okay, we're gonna do this, and we got confused and gave up. So <laughs> have not played that yet, but eventually we'll have to get you guys on to teach us how to play. We'll gladly case. teach
3: you. Yeah, because uh, it, it does it does look confusing, and I think like once you go through like one like even like one round, yeah, it's usually good because. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so addicting
2: it's so weird it's so <laughs> difficult to describe and you play one round after the first round you're like I get it now mm-hmm. it's that easy
3: yeah so um, and then I also played uh, Imhotep nice which is fun I like that one anything yeah. with like pharaohs and that well, like, one the game is
0: so quick and easy too
3: yes it's really fast
0: it's yeah. mean so mean. <laughs> it can be. It you know what's be, funny though is sometimes be. is sometimes you want you want to be mean, but sometimes you get like you almost outsmart yourself. You're like, I'm gonna wait do this. Minute. Oh wait a minute. <laughs>
3: yeah. But like when I was playing it, like no one was really being mean. Oh. Like there was like, oh man, why'd you do that? But like no one really gets <laughs> anybody with like major points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's- if you if you want to play with somebody who has not a not a nasty bone in their body you should play with my wife because she's like anytime you play it's like okay cooperative we're gonna be doing this guys you know or like anytime there's a like a screw me moment she'll be like no no i don't want to do that you know but then but then if you actually screw her over then it's on then it's uh, like okay well we're gonna play this game you know i
2: was gonna say it's the only time you're like no not that ship and the person acknowledges it they're like fine i'll send the other one you're like really
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
3: And I I do, uh, I had it where, um, I had a system down, so every time it goes for like a new player order, I would always be first player, because even when I play with Dan, I always had it where I knew exactly uh, what to play, so I didn't get that last ship.
2: Yeah, it's eerie. She she always masterminds it where she's the first player every goddamn yeah. round, man.
3: It fun. Oh, it's fun. It's like unholy. Um, and then there's another game I played. I I feel bad. I can't remember it at all. All I remember is you have a whole bunch of dice, and it was like a some weird like Japanese game. You have dice and you roll them, and what you do is you stack each dice, but you have to go in numerical order. They go from two to six. Tenzi or something. I'm not sure. But what you do is, like, so say, like, you roll three dice, and you get, like, a two threes, and a, and a four, or something like that, and you you can stack the two threes, put the four on top, and then re-roll again. You basically, from there, I don't know how she was scoring the points. I won. I don't even know how I won. But... It's just, I don't know how I did yeah, it. Yeah, one, I, I won it, but I guess because when, um, because when you roll, and you can't Put dice on top of the tower you're making, or you just can't put any at all. Then you just forfeit everything, even like the the points you already accumulated so far. You just like you bust. So then you move to the next person. Mm-hmm. So I only busted about like two or three times, because mm-hmm. even though like I got like the low points, I just try not to like push it. But and then it got to that point where people were just trying to actually, when they were rolling, they were just trying to actually like get the highest tower. And they would, they would push it every time just to see if they can get that six because I
2: blew themselves out. Yeah,
3: because mm-hmm. the six I think is worth uh, is worth like the most points.
2: Sounds good. I actually I'm curious what this is now. I want to try it out.
3: Yeah, I, yeah I was
0: gonna say anything with dice and yeah. like you know interesting uh, mechanics. I'm like I'm in.
3: <laughs> and for some reason too, it was kind of infuriating sometimes, like just rolling the dice to get what you needed
0: oh I'm sure that's like any push your are game. Like, you know like you're just like okay come yeah. on baby and you're like you know nine times out of ten you, you fuck it up you know it's, yeah. it's never on your side
2: every game that comes down to dice rolls I always just think of quarriers where you're like as long as I roll a monster I can stop you and you win yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah exactly it was like when we play, uh me and Mike actually played uh, that Zephyr wins a chance the other night and it was like one of those things where it's like we were when you attack people, they can also evade. And so, like, one of the cards that had, like, if, you know, if you roll a 1 through 5, you, you know, you don't, you, it attacks you. But then if you roll a 6, then it evades your attack. And every time he's like, all right, let's not roll a 6. I rolled a 6. Damn it. Let's not roll a 6. You roll a 6. Just like, any, you know, and it doesn't matter what number it was, you'd always roll it. You'd be like, damn it.
3: Well, I am... Um... <laughs> When I, after I won, right, she, she said, Okay, so there's another variant that you can play and they give you cards and you're like a different person and they have special abilities and it makes it a little harder. That's cool. But I was like, Yeah, I'm good with my victory. I'm gonna go super <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna play another One game. One and
0: done. I'm out.
3: Yeah, I do that sometimes because um I hide it I I guess extremely well because I can get super pissed if I don't if I don't win a game. And I can kind of hold a grudge, but I don't really show it too much. She stabbed me with so. my
2: keys one time. No, I didn't. He's
3: lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no wonder
2: you got that glass eye on the left there. Jeez. Um. Wandering every once in a while.
3: But, you know, I really wished, um we board, uh the pirate game.
2: Yeah, it's, um...
3: What's the pirate game name again? Uh,
2: it's in Black Fleet or something like that. No, not the Black No, Black no, Fleet. Blackfield. It's, um... It's the North same thing Wind. as... No,
3: no, no, no. It's the same one as Oh My Goods. That pirate... Port Royale.
2: Oh, gotcha! Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant as in purchase. Oh, no, like no, with no. Us to play. Gotcha. Yeah, because
3: I wanted to play that one because um, that one it's almost like the push your luck, but it's kind of fun because it's not like when you're doing the actions, everyone's just waiting for you to be done and that's it. People could actually take the cards that you're drawing, so mm-hmm. it's like it's not like you're watching somebody doing the action and then they go. It's like everyone's interacting with you th- with each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I like. uh, um, Oh, what's the first Valyria game called? I can't think of it off the top of my head.
2: King of Valyria?
0: Think. uh no gosh darn it why can't I think about it? this quest and of be-
2: Valeria uh, Guilds of Valeria and- no
0: <laughs> people <laughs> are just screaming at the way or at their their listening by device but anyway that's why I like that game because it's one of those games that even though it's not your turn you're still getting a chance to do something which <laughs> I think is always cool it's it's nice yeah. when you get a chance you know when a game is is more uh, inclusive that way.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean, any game where you can either do something during an opponent's turn or benefit—Valeria uh, Card Kingdom might be the game you're looking for. Yeah.
0: Yep. By yep. Way. Yep, um, yep. There it is.
2: Yeah, like any of those games where it's like, uh, even like Eminent Domain is uh, an older deck builder where it's pretty basic. But again, it's like I, you know, like I'm colonizing this world, and then other people can either draw a card or colonize too. Like any game where everyone is involved all the time. Is great because you know that level of immersion and everyone holding on to see what happens next is just gold.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: so one thing also was uh since we had so much fun with our tabletop day, we're like we don't want this to end. So the next day we did a little bit more board gaming. Nice. And, uh, I'm just gonna I just want to just note this one highlight of the day. Oh my Goods has an expansion, and if you remember in the Alexander Fister Spotlight, I meant I butchered the name of it. The Longsdale and Offerer, I think is how you pronounce it. By the way, uh, f- rah, rah, rah. yeah. So, would you say that as fans of Alexander Fister, uh, we should like start using a title, like you know how Hulk Hogan had the Hulkamaniacs, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know it's like Edge had the Edgeheads. Do you think we should start calling ourselves like the Fisters? Do you oh, think that god. would oh, be a great? No. Would no, be- no? no. What about Fisties? No. Is that a good name for <laughs> Fisties? Alexander? There you no, go, Fisties. The, f- the Fisties. Yeah. All right. So I'm yep. definitely a Fisty. Oh
0: um, my
3: god. <laughs> But I'm a
0: definitely a fisty. All right. But the
2: thing is, that's crazy is all right. So you, like you know you know how all oh my goods is one of those small box games, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you know the size. It's smaller than the game Diamonds box and all that stuff. Yeah. The expansion is like the same small size, right? But what's crazy is it actually instead of going, hey, you got an expansion. Here's a whole bunch of new shit. Throw it in your deck. There you go. Give us twenty dollars. It actually Legacy adds the buildings in. Like there is a seven game step to getting all these new buildings in, and there's a storyline, there is characters, there's branching paths for characters to choose just to learn how to use some new cards. And I'm like this is the coolest shit I have seen for an expansion in a long time.
3: We did two chapters so far, too. Yeah. So it was it adds um, a little bit more of a difficulty because it kind of gives you, like, a quest almost. Like, you have to do this. So instead of you guys, like, actually fighting against each other, like, I think sometimes you feel like you're kind of working with each other. Yeah. It's like... Yeah,
2: it's actually, like, yeah. semi-co-op. Because uh, you have certain... Like, you still want to get the most points.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But you can actually, like, based on how the group, like, the players do, decides what happens next in the storylines. Which is crazy for a little Tableau city builder game yeah
0: for sure well plus you know again like i said before it's you can tell he's a very smart dude because he put so much thought and depth into a small card game that you can get multiple plays out of and you guys continue to talk about it every episode we talk about (laughs) so obviously it is a great game because you wouldn't talk about it that much if you didn't think of it that highly
2: also, on the last day of the game room, I bought a second copy to keep in the car.
3: Yes, he did.
2: <laughs> what is so, it do with you and multiple copies? You need to call well, your multiple copies. You know, copies
3: you you know, you know <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> Which box should I keep? The one on the left <laughs> or the right? Because
0: well, you'd actually have money for other games.
2: Well, the beauty is it's so small that I can keep it in the glove box, so we bring it with us to, like, coffee houses and, and stuff like that. What's cool is, yeah. too,
3: is, um, so, like, we, we went to the mall a couple of times at this point I think we're old enough to be like, Yeah, why are we at the mall? But when we go <laughs> <laughs> when we go there like this one time we went there and at the food court we saw we saw a whole bunch of these like older men playing like this like these card games like with a deck of cards, regular deck of cards. Like hearts or something like that. Like they were playing stuff like that. And then we saw like a uh, ladies sitting over by the crate place. Yeah, playing like Mahjong. Mahjong, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, wouldn't be cool, like, if we actually, like, you know, play, like, a simple card game, like, Diamonds or All oh My Goods, and just, like, have people, like, come over, like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. Because we had that before, we went to Starbucks, what was that game that we brought out, and then... The we- one that
2: I made, the Star yeah. game. <laughs>
3: he made He made one of the games, and we were playing it, and this woman was just, like, having a ten-minute conversation with us, asking us about it, and just like, oh, you know, are there any other games like this? And Dara was just, like, filling her in, like, almost all the hobby, yeah, so
2: so I'm going to risk getting, like, either maced or shivved and try to, like, <laughs> teach some uh, other folks, like, diamonds or all oh my goods or something. Like, just to see if any of these people would be interested in, like, a little something different, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Diamonds is a perfect game for that.
2: Yeah, and since it goes up to six, like, you know, if there's, like, a group of them around the table... I can Mm -hmm. play a hand or two with them, and then I can just fade out and let them continue to play. exactly. Be
0: like, hey, you guys
2: like Pinochle? Here's (laughs) a game. "Mm -hmm." It's like, my grandson says that stronghold is very good. (laughs) 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 So now, uh, you know, we talked about the joys that we had, you know, playing at our local gaming store. And then we never get to go back to our local gaming store. And it's mm-hmm. like, and it almost, even though uh, they were closing down, it almost felt like we got broken up with, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, it left, like, that hole in our heart. And we are like, God damn, like, so many good people that we met at this place. So many good times, you know. It's like, uh, you know, like, little tear rolling down the cheek as going into the parking lot. You and actually he-
0: held up a boom box and you were playing in your Aww. eyes. Yeah, very the <laughs> heat right. in your eyes. <laughs> and <then> you cried. <laughs> Were you there? You actually, you remember that? I was. Yep. You were in a trench coat. You were you were wearing nothing else, which was very disturbing. I must say.
2: I know. You know, or as I like to call it, my Tuesday attire. That's right. But so the thing is, it's like, uh, so you know, like like we said, it, it actually really felt like a breakup. You know, and it's like in in every breakup, there's only one or two results. It's either the, it's not me. You know, it's like it's not you, it's me, or it's not me, it's you. Like, you gotta go. You know? And so we were thinking... I know, I know what that one's about. Right? <laughs> man, talk about, like, a kick in the dick. It's just like, okay, I guess I'll be seeing you. Or, that's right. or actually, I won't be, I guess. <laughs> so the thing is, it's like, uh... With the game start closing, it's like, we met a lot of awesome gamers there. A couple that were also, like, a little, you know... Shady? Yeah. But, you know, that happens everywhere, man. You, you know, you gotta take some good with some bad. And so we started thinking about it, and it's kind of like, uh whenever you go in these board game groups you see so many things about like how do i start a group or you know like oh my board game group is this this and this and i don't know you know like i'm not having any fun or whatever and then also the same thing with like buying things and getting rid of games like you'll see people call their games and it's like they're getting rid of 60 games at once and you're like you know it's like man if you bled that out a little bit it's like because now you look desperate. Now you got the, you give the seller, like the buyer, the power, man. It's like you clearly know you need space. You know, it's like you got to find a little bit of that balance, you know. So uh, so we want to talk about like when it's either like how to either get better at or how to walk away from games, gaming groups, you know, like gaming tropes, like all that type of stuff, you know. So uh, would, would you like to kick it off with something or would you like me to choose?
3: I, I can kick it off.
2: All right, so what do you want to start with?
3: Alright, so, um, because we were talking about this before and we played it recently, um, when we showed a friend George how to play, um, a good pair off would be Castles of Mad King Ludwig and Suburbia.
2: Alright, so, so real quick, like pairing off. So, this was something that uh, I got from a buddy. When you gotta cut down your collection, start matching up games that are similar against each other. Like, if you notice. You play the one game on the top, the nine times out of ten. You don't need that second one for the one out of ten. You know? So, as you were saying, like, what's, like, the pair off that you got?
3: Suburbia and castles.
2: Alright. So, like, out of those two, like, which do you like more?
3: I would have to say castles. I think it's more fun to build, like, the castle and, like, score your victory points from there, from them building a city. Plus, I think, um,. Like, when we we first played Suburbia, it was really fun. Like, it was nothing like I've ever played before because I never had it where... It it was almost like, um, you know, like the simulation city builder games where you're building stuff and then depending on what's adjacent will affect it. So, like, say, like, building, like, a factory next to, like, housings or, like, restaurants will kind of, like, lower your points. And then you have castles where you have the same thing. If you build... Like, entertainment rooms next to, like, bedrooms, they can also see, like, a downfall of victory points. But I have to say, uh, castles, I think I get a little bit more fun for me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm in, like, same boat for me. It's, like, it just looks nicer. You know, it feels cooler. It's, like, there's something cool about building a castle. And
3: the tiles are different. Because, like, suburbia, you have the same tiles. Like, not that that's wrong, like, you know, there's nothing bad about that, but. Everything's at least, a hacks. Yeah, everything's a hacks. Castles, at least, it gives you more of a variety, and it makes it, like, your castle look a little nicer. Because you can have it in suburbia where everyone's place kind of looks the same. And then with castles, you see, like, people, like, you know, making, like, such odd designs, and it's, it's more fun. <laughs> alright,
2: so, yeah. So, like, that's, you know, like, that's a good pair. Of, like, uh, alright, so, like, Kurt. You're, like, a fan of deck builders and stuff like that, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure you have more than two. You might even have more than five. Yeah. Right? So, like, what are, like, two deck building or two deck building-like games that you would pair off?
0: So let me preface this by saying, and we talked about this before, that playing one more than another and getting rid of some, these guys will will be very good at doing that. I will not be very good at doing that because (laughs) I'm very hard for me to part with games. That being said... When it, co- it comes to a game that we talked about earlier here, um, I think with Deck Builders, Legendary is like something that I always go to. And uh, the different groups that I, I always go to here, because whether it be me and Tracy, me and Mike, all of us together, me and Shane, we're, everyone is always stoked about that game and be, and again because of all of the expansions and all of the ways that you can play this game you can play it a million times you could play it a whole month straight and probably still not really you know dig into it enough to where you could be like well i've hit just about everything i can get the only other the only thing that i can think of that you may come across that you may not you know you may come and hit a wall in is the plots because you know they only you know you only get a few per expansion. Mm-hmm. so there's not as many of those. But uh, even because we love this game so much, Mike actually showed me some stuff on board game Geek where people have made a shit ton of cards. So even if you're yeah, so even if you're you know sick of this game, you could be like, well, I'm just going to go on, I'm going to get some card stock, I'm going to go online, I'm going to find a bunch of cards that these other people made that are phenomenal and and whatever art that they pulled up to, you know, make it what it is is beautiful. You can take those and make your own thing and play it. So, you know, so I think that is something that you could play other than your Dominion or your Ascension both great games in their own right don't get me wrong but because of having not only are you buying the cards and playing but you're also fighting against some regular villains you're also playing against a uh, background villain you're also playing against a mastermind who's the guy the guy or girl that you have to beat four times before you call this game a game but the plots also you know add more structure to it where it's like okay well obviously now i have to the one that me and uh mike played was uh the one from deadpool where it was like um uh deadpool needs a chimichanga well the (laughs) bystanders are chimichangas and if the villains escape with the chimichangas if they escape with like six of them which is not that many when it comes to that game then you're done and so we played it we got fucked right away and (laughs) we lost and we play, and that happened within an hour. This game, you know, depending upon, usually takes a little longer time. So we played it for an hour. We lost right away. We're like, well, let's try it again. Played it for another hour. Completely kicked its ass. Yes. And we were just like, wow, we did it. You know, <laughs> we had that shock of, uh, we had this weird like uh, superhero shock thing where it was like, we lost. We can't lose. We're the good guys. You know. And so we're like, we're like, fuck it. We're gonna have this resolve. We're gonna go in and we're gonna fight again. Live to fight another day. And we did. We won. So it
2: was cool. cool. Now, also real quick, you mentioned like you know how uh, it's like hard for you to get rid of games. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. It's like, um, like when we were talking about this, like we meant in no way that like people should just be like calling out and getting rid of yeah, games no, no. like willy nilly. But the biggest problem I always see is people's like, oh man, like I I got so many games. I can't play them all. and I don't know what to do. It's like if it's not making you happy to have them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Get rid of a few. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, because sometimes people get analysis paralysis when they're trying to figure out what to play.
3: Yeah. It's, it's also, um, if you're looking at, say, like two games, and you're like, huh, which one should I play? And you never played that second game, then it's like, okay, well, you know, if it's, if it's, par- like, if you're just, like, comparing it to other games, and you just never seem to pick that game, even though you still own it. Then maybe mm-hmm. that might be a reason right to let go of it, because we've we haven't played Suburbia in a long time. Uh-huh. But we played castles, we played like other like city type building games. So it's like Suburbia. Like even when we looked at it, we're like maybe we should play this. we were thinking about it, and then when it just came to it, it was like mm, let's play castles instead. Uh-huh. Like it's like something like that. You should have like rushed to get rid of games, but kind of taken take it in where if you notice you haven't played a game in such a long time and it's like never your second or third option then maybe it may be a time to let it go Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah. or or if you're you know you know not willing to get rid of a game just to get rid of a game but also want to get rid of that one game trading is also a very good Mm. option too
2: yeah that's like my number one suggestion like throw it on your bgg like put it under your uh up for trade option Check you know like start checking out the things that people do have up for trade. I just started recently learning how to use that. It's a very useful tool. Like it's a you know just like in general that BGG trade option is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing too is when you're looking at the games in the back, like you know in your uh, game closet or game bookshelf or game second floor of your house, based on the size of your collection. <laughs> um, you ever hear that saying? And this is gonna take a weird turn, but like. Within 45 seconds of meeting you, a girl knows if she ever wants to have sex with you or not. <laughs> if you look at your game shelf and you're like, nah, I don't feel like playing that game today, you're never going to fuck that game, man. You're just going to be like, nah. it's always going to fall, but like, nah, I don't feel like it today. Nah, I don't feel like it today. And it's never going to hit the table ever again. That, the magic is gone. It's a, it's a dead relationship, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, all right, so with that little pair-off, like, because I'm trying to get rid of, like, about, like, 10 or 12 games. I want to free up a little more space, I want to clean back a little of my bookshelf so when I see something I really want, I don't feel guilty and I don't have to jam it somewhere, right? So we just chose Suburbia. Suburbia's out. We mentioned, like, the deck builder thing. Also, like, like, take for example, like, you know, like, games of, like, big luck, right? Um, Like, you know, like, Machi Koro. It's all about, you know, what you roll and win. Uh, quarriers, It's about, like, whether or not you actually roll the attacks and stuff like that. Like, there's, like, a lot of games of, like, you know, like, random luck or dice rolling, Right? And none of these games is serious. It's not like you know, like oh man, I'm gonna enter the uh, the Machi Koro World Quarter Cup Finals, man. You know, I need to win this, otherwise I'm gonna lose my house. Like nobody's doing that with Machi Koro. But you know, it's a fun game. But like with all those games of like, you know, like uh, just like pure luck on the dice, right? Like we mm-hmm. actually compared a few, like Dice City. You know, that game's fun. Like it's pretty cool. You build up stuff. Machi Koro, same thing. It's like dice decide what you get paid and win um like colony is actually like a deck builder where dice is the money you know so like there's a few games like that and i'm like you know what i kind of dig dice city that thing was actually pretty cool we actually tried that on your suggestion and we were like this thing is pretty cool and like colony is just something like a little different like it's like oh cool i'm using dice to buy buildings to generate resources and i noticed, like we played dice city like you know about like two months ago we played colony last month I haven't played machi koro in 2017.
3: And even when mm-hmm. when a friend George says, "Hey, you want to play Machi Koro?" We're like, Uh why don't we play something else?" Like, it just there, there's never really a pull for that game anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. Even uh, what you mentioned before, Valeria Card Kingdoms, it's kind of mm. like Machi Koro, except every building is a blue building.
1: Mm.
2: You know, so it's like really, you know, which of those two would you rather go for? You know, like so, like if, if all right, so you come over to my house, I'm like, "Hey, Kurt, I also play board games." Would you like to come to my house, co- fellow coworker? And you're like, sure, dude, I' never met before. Let's play games." And he puts Machikoro and uh, Valeria Card Kingdoms on the table, and he goes, "Here's my collection. Which would you go for?
0: Val- Valeria every
2: time. Same for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why Machikoro is on its way out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Love the game to death. But I-, I have grown as a person, and Machikoro is still a little immature. I don't think it's going to the same place as I am. I don't think we have the same life goals. I think Machikaro has to go. I'm going to have to ask for my key back. (laughs) So, all right. So, like, that's, you know, that's just, like, a few examples of, like, how you can pair off your collection, figure out what you want to, you know, get rid of, right? And you can actually, like, reverse engineer that for figuring out your purchases. Now, it's always easy to go, well, you know, if I spend $100 on cool stuff, I get free shipping. But, you know, it's like six bucks flat rate shipping. It's not going to destroy you to just get a game instead of going, well, I don't really need this expansion, but click, click, click. So let's say, you know, if you're buying thing, you can actually do the same. You know, it's like, don't impulse buy. Force yourself to always wait one hour before clicking, like, you know, confirm purchase. Yep. Go on Board Game Geek and look at some playthroughs before you click confirm purchase. You know, it's like, if you, like, take, for example, uh, Great Western Trail. I've been looking at that game for months. I've wanted it for a while, but I'm like, oh, I'm not too much into westerns. But I am a fisty. So, <laughs> I'm gonna make that work, so help me God.
3: We should um, help it up a Facebook page called The Fisties. I think I should.
2: And uh, I'm sure that like 95% of them are gonna be like flags as sex offenders in their neighborhoods or something. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, it's like, you know, I was hemming and hawing over for a while, and then I was like, you know what? I... I like how it plays, even though I'm not into the theme. I definitely like the way it plays. I like the cycles. I like the choices. And then it was like I had to wait two months until it was available somewhere. But it's like, cho- you know, making those choices will make sure you don't have that. Oh man, like this game is still in shrink, and I've had it for a year and a half. Mm. Oh well. And then you have Mm -hmm. that flip guilt of, well, I don't want to get rid of it because I never played it, which is just as bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I even had that conundrum coming up here because um, with uh, Mother's Day passing, um, I wanted to do something fun for Tracy. So, you know, I was trying to think of different things to do, and I wasn't coming up with a lot of ideas. And I was like, well, you know, I should just get her a game that she's been wanting, you know. And uh, I've been, uh, when we went to the Con of the North in February, we were, we were able to play that uh, Sagrada game from Floodgate Games, and we were able to play it with, um, oh, gosh, I, can't, I always forget the guy's name, Ben. I think it's Ben. Sorry, Ben, if you're listening. Uh, and he, you know, showed us how to play the game, you know, and he's like, well, you know, if you like it, then you can always pre-order it. Uh, by the time we got to want to pre-order it, the preorders were done which is, you know, just how that whole whole thing shakes out, you know. So it was like, shit, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll be able to see a copy of this, you know, maybe we can wait for it, you know, and stuff like that. Well, we played it in February. He said, uh, go to the website, keep saying it's available in May. It's available in May. I'm like, well, Mother's Day is in May. My wife's birthday is in May. So, hey, this could be a good thing for, you know, getting something for her if it comes around at the right time. So, you know maze here and I'm like okay I can't find it I can't find it I can't find it you know so I think to myself do we really like that game and I thought about when we played it like we even when we were playing other games we were actually talking about it we're like this game is so much fun it's stained glass it's a bunch of beautiful dice it's got a lot of strategy even though you wouldn't you know you might not think it is it's got a lot of good strategy to it you know if if somebody said hey I've got a game about um stained glass I'd be like, um, no, thank you. Bye-bye. You know, that kind of thing. It just, it, the theme to me just seems kind of, you know, off of what I would think. But again, we've had these talks in the past where it's like, just because, just because you don't like the theme of game doesn't mean you'll like the game. doesn't mean you won't like the game itself. And so, so it's like, well, I'll just, I'll head over to one of our local game stores and just see if, you know, if I can find something for Tracy. So I, I'm going around and I'm looking and and it was a very short trip cuz i was like well i'm just i'm just not seeing anything that just screams tracy you know i'm like she likes you know fun games she likes quick games you know some you know lords of waterdeep is a little different for her it's more of a crunchy game but i you know i couldn't find anything that was just screaming her name yeah. and then like like a call from the heavens i look up <laughs> and i see zagrada staring at me in the face beautiful colorful, shining down. I had, uh, I, I, it was actually a games by James. I had enough points to get it for very cheap. So I was, I slapped it on the table and I said, you know, let's do this. And then, uh, the weekend that I got it for, we played it like five times and yes. just super enjoyed it. So that's one of those, one of those instances where, you know, you just have to think to yourself, okay, is this a game that we're really going to enjoy? And we really enjoyed it at at the moment that we, you know, played it and we were really kind of, uh, ex- you know, really excited to play it where other games that we played, we were kind of like, well, this is fun, but I, you know, I don't know if it's something that will really, you know, you know, play, you know, um, for months to come or whatever, where this one we were kind of excited about. So it was cool to get that and to have it and, and to not have that regret.
2: Yes, and that's the thing—the fact that you got it so quick to the table and you played it multiple times—is you know, I mean, speaks volumes about it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's like you know, that's really cool. I'm glad. I'm actually really glad you got that because I was about to tell you. Yeah, I saw that it came out and I it blew out everywhere, so I can't really <laughs> help you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. that's how it works too. And and I was you know I was worried about it, but uh, you know I. I, was, I will give Games by James a lot of credit, especially the one by us, because, and I don't know if I talked about this last time we talked, but before, when, I, when we go there, they would have absolutely nothing. And you'd be like, okay, you guys have, like, nothing that screams current. You know, they have, like, your ticket to rides and stuff like that, stuff that you know that you will see there. You know, well, now you go there and you see Terraforming Mars. Now you go there and you see uh, Scythe. I mean, you see all these games that you're like cool. King Domino. We bought King Domino because we're like, I haven't even heard anybody else having this around town. So it was just cool to find those games that were like, you know, in a in a brick and mortar store. I put in quotes that <laughs> um, that you can find. You know, the game that you know a lot of people are kind of looking looking for that has a lot of buzz.
2: Now, when you did those air quotes by Brick and Mortar Store, is it like Games by James, actually? It's just some dude with, like, board games in the back of a van. Like, <laughs> I <know. laughs>
0: hey, guess what? With some of the people there, yes, <laughs> it kind of is. He's like, hey, man,
2: you looking for Stronghold Games? Yeah, you're looking, like, for a Medina, right? Yeah, I got that in the back. <laughs> Come around the alley in 15 minutes. Be alone. That's right. So, one of the other... His name was Fisty, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, if he's a Fisty, you can trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the other thing, too, is, like for gaming groups right i see like again like not like so much conflict but just like a lot of things online about like gaming groups like how to introduce this how to like you know like my gaming group doesn't like any of the types of games and i'm into like things like that and i i've had like our local gaming group has pretty much imploded due to just like so many different tastes and as opposed to everyone just trying things out it was like oh, screw this, screw that, I don't really care, I'm out. Like, And it just kind of fell apart and it was weird, you know? So one of the things is, like we are figuring out like um, when it's time to walk away from your gaming group and also how to help strengthen your gaming group. I think like, uh, so one of my personal things is this, I think the worst thing that you can do for any gaming group is go, hey guys, I just got this game. And when people go like, oh cool, I wanna check it out. Taking the plastic off, and telling somebody to start punching out the chits and not knowing the rules and because it's just like you just want people so high because they're like, oh man, you got it, you got it I've been wanting to play that. And then you're like, yeah, help me take it apart, put it back together and help me read these rules and we'll see if we can figure it out. That's hell to do to people. That's not something you do to friends. That's like super not cool. Um, also, the other thing is be willing to play games outside of your scope. You know, in, in, a, in a good game group, you should ultimately have it where everyone gets to, like, pick a game towards the pile that gets played. And it's not necessarily you have to get everything in that night, but it is really important that everyone, like, gets a chance to, like, showcase a game from their collection or, you know, play something that they're into. And even if it's not your top choice... Let's just say your top choice is Terraforming Mars, right? And somebody plays and they get their ass handed to them and that's not their favorite type of game. And uh, so, you know, they end with 43 points while you ended with 116. They just sat there for two, two and a half hours while you just handed them their ass repeatedly with every decision. And, you know, they, they grinned and bared it. Like, you know, if they played it and they were really like, cool with it. The least you can do is, like, return the favor, you know? So, like, that's, like, just, like, you know, like, two little bits. Do you, you have anything, like, you know, like... For help, it, like you know, like the uh, things to help make a group better. Besides I don't. Machos. No. Food is a good way to get people food,
3: food is good. I don't know um, if it's if it's a bit like um, what's the word? If it's a a bit. I can't think of it. Telekinetic. No. Magic tricks. No, it's not a good word. It's um. Awful. Basically, when you think like you're better than everybody, like arrogance. Arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's arrogance where um, if you're in a gaming group and you notice that the way somebody plays it kind of puts you off and like kind of scares you a little bit cuz mm-hmm. we have somebody who basically it gets it gets like they they get too um, too emotional whereas we were playing werewolf werewolf you know fun simple game and he almost punched somebody in the face <laughs> just because he said something to him he got upset and it was dumb. like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." So I don't I don't know if it's like an arrogance thing where if you can kind of like not set ground rules, but if somebody is doing something that you don't like, like kind of tell them. But I don't know if that's also like kind of like you know, like that's their business. That's not yours. I don't know if that's something you should keep your mouth shut about or, because like I like if it doesn't bother other people, you know, but it only makes you nervous then you kind of feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say anything. But then that also makes you feel like, okay, maybe I don't want to go to this gaming group anymore. So what would you do in that situation?
2: See, and, well, for me, that's kind of like a, where it ties into when it's time to leave a gaming group, mm-hmm. you know? it It's never easy, but sometimes you see the end on the horizon. And you got to decide, do you want to be the dumper or the dumpy? If you find a gaming group, like, if you're just not having fun with it, right, I hear some people like, oh, well, bad board gaming is better than no board gaming. Uh, that's kind of like open to subjects. I would say give yourself two weeks without board gaming and see if you still feel the same way. Because uh, there is always solo play. You know, a lot more games now have solo play. And even if it doesn't have solo play, you look at BGG, people have found ways to turn multiplayer games into solo play. They've created like AI decks or like scores to beat or these new operations. Like you can do that without it. The other thing is this, um, yes?
3: Well, I was going to say, they also have, like, Tabletopia, where now, instead exactly. of actually, you know, like, if you want to play a game, but you don't want to play with a gaming group because you just feel like they're, like, you know, they mess it up, at least if you play it on Tabletopia, you're playing with somebody new, you can't see them, you don't know, you know, how they'll play, and if it's like, oh, I don't like the way this guy plays, you just move on to the next person.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like, here's an example right now, I'm looking at <laughs> our scratch screen, and look at this beautiful son of a bitch looking across from us on the screen.
3: <laughs> Hundreds, if not thousands
2: of miles away, because as we established, I am not too good with geography. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it, it's like my gaming group bailed out. This sucks. Hey, Kurt, do you want to play a game of like uh, Valeria and a Card Kingdom? We can jump online and play it for a short while. And if we don't get to finish, that's fine. Game status saves. Like you're playing a board game with your group at night. The night's coming to a close. You're screwed, mm. you know? And it's like, yeah. It is fun to break out of a box of cards. It is cool to show your printed-out versions of games, but if you like to play games to enjoy the game and to like just you know communicate with people, Tabletopia and Tabletop Simulator can really help fill. Like that's a much better substitute than a bad game group.
0: I think that you know when it comes to gaming groups and and playing games, board games are board games are leisure. They're supposed to be fun. So if you're not having fun, something is very wrong. And, you know, whether it be you or somebody else, you need to, you know, if it's you, you need to be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? If it's somebody else, if I know somebody, if they're part of my group, I know to say, hey, we're going to talk about this because guess what? It's not going to keep happening because just because nobody's speaking up doesn't mean that nobody wants to. Yeah. you know so you know I'm at of a certain age now where I'm kind of sick of bullshit. So when it comes to certain things, it even if it is tough, I like to just bring it out and be like, okay, guess what? we have to talk about this because this cannot go on any longer because I'm just I am sick of what is happening. Speaking of you know gaming groups, just talk even talk about this podcast if you've listened to this podcast enough, you've realized uh, that the crew has shifted you know and now it's me it's me dan and kim and sometimes tracy and we get uh people from all you know a whole bunch of different places which is cool but back when we started it was me and mike and and rick and we'd play a lot well then you know we get families and things kind of change and we kind of have to break off and things kind of have to change that way well you know you sometimes you have to say to yourself hey guess what there's x y and z and now it has to change you know and you have to talk about it otherwise if you don't then it could go ways that you don't want it to. So it's always, it's a, I think, myself, in my shoes, I think it's a good thing to talk about, you know, where things need to happen.
2: Along that, that vein, if I can, uh, one of the most fucked up things that I ever heard in a gaming group was uh, somebody, w- like, I didn't really know the people too well, but I just kind of, like, heard this at, like, the other half of a table, And I was like, well, how about we play this next? And one of the guys goes, well, you know, I can only stay for, like, an hour. I got to get back, you know, because I got to help my wife with the kid and everything. And one of the people said, well, you know, it's it's not my fault he had a kid. (laughs) But not, like, playfully. Yeah. Like, for realsies, as he started setting up that two- or three-hour game, and I was just like, how the fuck is this guy not getting suplexed out of his shoes? Uh, Yeah. You know, it's like... And that, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, don't feel like just because you're part of the hobby, you, ha- you have to endure bullshit, you know? It's like, it, it's it's cool. Like, you know, if, if people don't understand that you only have so much time, like, or if you can't find a steady group in your area, it's not the worst. There, there is an online community out there for you.
3: Yeah, you can yep. find bullies almost everywhere. Pretty and like much. And that's yeah. the thing. Even though, like, we're adults, like, I'm sure he didn't say anything because what are you, you going to say at that, like...
2: Well, the the guy who just went fuck this and left, which oh, I can yeah, no, which okay. I can understand because I think the other option is you just keep jamming <laughs> like <laughs> red cubes down the guy's throat.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: like yeah, you're fucking full head
2: kid. You don't ever talk about my kid. Like, uh, yeah, that. yeah,
0: exactly. And and I think a, a good thing to remember too is something where I you know where I have this phrase I'm stealing from Fear of the Boot. It's know your gaming group. You know because most of the time if you're playing. You know, nine times out of 10, you're playing with people that, you know, Um, there are going to be other times where there's going to be some other people that come in and stuff like that. But to that, I say get to know them. You know, if you're going to play with somebody, you know, a couple of people that are new, just be like, hey, this is what we like to play. This is the amount of time we like to do, like to play it in. What do you like? You know, get their feedback. Also, another piece of advice I like to say, too, is keep an open mind. You know, when it comes to playing games, you know, like I just talked about with Zagrada and, you know, some other games, just because you see a theme and you might not like that theme and you might not like, you know, someone says, oh, we're going to play your Euro game. And you're like, I hate Euro games. Well, you know what? Play more. There may be a time where you play one and you're like, well, I like that. Wait a minute. I like Euro games now. You know, so give, give stuff a chance. Don't just throw it away if if you play multiple if you play a game multiple times and then you dislike it and you it's not some one of your favorites you can always tell people well, you know what maybe i'll sit this one out or you know maybe you know if you guys decided to play it next time maybe i'll just i'll be out for this week but then i'll come over next week or something
2: and, and if you sit it out that's a chance for you to actually read that rule book for the game that you never played before
3: <laughs> well i was gonna say um so a good thing for that like actually like reading a rule book and going through games for like the very first time i would say a good time to do that is if you like go out to like one of your like local gaming shops and picking up a game that they already have like in their demo stuff yeah. because that way it's all punched out you just have to learn how to play the game uh it's not a big gaming group but if you have like a like four four or five players maybe like three to four um if you have some like a small group and then you learn how to play a game together it's kind of fun Like, when me and Dan, we went to the InCommons, and basically, we only brought, like, two games to play that we owned, but what we did was we found things on the shelf that we haven't played at all, and we were going through each game learning how to play. Like, he would read a rule book, I would read a rule book, we both would. And that was fun. But if you're in, like, a gaming group that, you know, you wanted to do, you know, not something new, but, like, oh, let's play this game.
2: If you both agree to learn that day, it's great. But if somebody was, like... Hey, Kim, do you want to play San Juan? And you're like, that's a game that sounds awesome. And they're like, all right, here's the rule book. Figure out how to play and then teach us. You're like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck
1: is that? Did I just get cunt? <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. So so one of the things is we had a few other games for the pairing off that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. What I was thinking is, Kurt, is uh, we will put these games on our Facebook group. Get a chance to finally get some interaction with uh, our thousands of fans. Easily. <laughs> I see the download numbers. It has to be through the roof. Oh, that's right. Um, I figure we'll like list uh, like these games that we were thinking about pairing off, right? You know, and then we'll see what people say. And, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe I'll, I'll go with, like, uh, crowd influence if it's, like, too hard for me to pull the trigger mm-hmm. on which of these have to bite it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know? So since we're just about at the hour mark, and normally, our, like, whenever we're together, it's always, like, a two-and-a-half-hour show, so I'm actually proud <laughs> that we're keeping this one low. <laughs> we um, did it. I got a super quick version of the DDT for you. yeah <laughs> some The MFG cast
1: is cooking! God, coming up! Earth, Earth, be able to see it.
2: Oh yay! Uh, so this one is just like uh four little simple questions of association.
0: Oh, I love how you say simple. It's I'm never gonna fucking get it's, it. No no no
2: you'll like this one. Because before we mentioned Dominion, right? I got two kind of harder questions and two little bit easier questions so i got a and b and a and b i'm not gonna tell you which is which so kurt would you like a or b i will take b okay kurt who designed dominion He is a fairly prolific designer
0: i hate this kind of stuff because i never (laughs) know it Ah,
2: this is what's berserk i'm
0: gonna say vacarino
2: Yes, and do you know the first name? And I'll give you a clue. Donald X Vaccarino. Because Triple H may have liked DX Vaccarino. Uh... Okay. Oh, crap. So that means you're going to get B. B? Oh, what? because he picked
3: B? Yeah,
2: and then you're going to... Well, he picked A, right? No, he picked no,
3: B. Oh, he picked B? Oh, so
2: you get A. Hey, dude, you're... <laughs> <He's playing>
3: well, <laughs> well, I, game I got a show. big
2: spiral on my thing here. Uh... I put the wrong
3: arrow. So, Kim? So I get A.
2: Yes, you do. Uh, so, one of his most popular games by far is Dominion. hmm And, you know, people love deck builders, and they want to make sure that all their cards are super protected. So, if I wanted to buy sleeves to sleeve every card in Dominion, how many sleeves would I need?
3: Including expansions?
2: No, just the base game of Dominion. I'll give you a 10% over-under on this.
3: I want to say about... Because, like, every card, right? Even the, the base
2: game of Dominion only.
3: Every card. Okay. I want to say about... Can you give you two numbers? Sure. I want to say either... Uh, Six? Sixty... Like, sixty-two.
2: Sixty-two! You think there's only sixty-two cards in that big Dominion box? Or...
3: Well,
0: she or, almost went with fifty. Let's, let's, find,
2: out with the, let's find out what the second like, number is. She's like, but I'm like, nope.
3: I want to say... <laughs>
2: I'll give you a uh, every, every time you play, there's more than sixty-two cards on the table. So let's see what that second number is.
3: Uh, 215.
2: Um, not even close. Really? Kurt, you want to steal?
0: Uh, let's see. I'm going to say 519.
3: 500,
2: actually. So, Kurt just wow. scooped up a steal.
3: Damn. I can't
2: count. So, you mentioned, like, what if you I had can't either. <laughs> you mentioned... Alright, so do you want A or B? Oh, I
3: go again?
2: Yeah, because now I got four oh. questions in time. Oh, okay, I'll do B. Okay, ooh. <laughs> That's a great call. So, <laughs> so, babe? Yeah? Name any other game by Donald X Vaccarino.
3: Fuck. Dominion expansion. He, that was that was a good one.
0: Walk, <laughs> yeah,
2: out, it. Right. Um, I thought that game was around longer than that, but I guess he made it.
3: Oh wait, um, is it um? I don't remember the exact thing. I think it's called like Guild something. It has no, like a, he didn't make Guild something. No, it's, it has a picture of a farmer on it. Oh, he has like a hood. He looks like a farmer. No. So
2: every Euro game. Ever. No, 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 no.
3: <laughs> I can't. Uh, can I get a hint?
2: Um.
3: Like mechanics or something. Like sure, this?
2: it's a very popular game where you're building something.
3: Where you're building something.
2: I'm giving a countdown because you got to come up with an answer. We can't have this go. We can- we're staying on. A- we're trying to go for under an hour today. It band- begins with
3: an A. Agricola. Nope. No. Okay. The
2: answer would be Kingdom Builder.
3: What's Kingdom? I've never heard of
2: Kingdom. <laughs> it's also a super huge pop. And he yeah. also made Tempora. But don't worry, you didn't guess that either. So Aww. that's fine. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> he also made Nefarious. That's, I remember that because it sounded at Target. Yeah, Nefarious is runs up. Yeah.
3: That was that one, the, the scientist one? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep.
2: So, Kurt, let's just say I was you know, like, you know what? Dominion's awesome. I want to get more Dominion. Mm-hmm. And I decided to buy every expansion that's out. Oh, boy. How many boxes of Dominion would I have in my car?
0: I would say including the including the base deck our the base game. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna be wrong. Twelve.
2: Very close. Uh, well, there's eleven expansions. So unless you have looked up board game geek exactly right now, just, <laughs> like I'm looking for his eyes to see if I see the yeah. no, <laughs> no, but yeah. So, including the base game, you would have uh, twelve. Yes. Oh wow! I did it. All right. So Kurt has swept this week in
0: the wow. d say. Oh man, I feel good. Right? What and
3: do, as well do you should. What did the losers get? Uh, A
2: hug. Aww, a sympathy <laughs> hug. Oh, They're this are. is good. Thank You'll you. You'll do better next time. Shit. <laughs> Chin up, buckaroo. <laughs> you get you get to go home with Fuck by Donald X. <laughs> <Macarino. yes. laughs> Show them what they want. And we're going to also include the new game on Kickstarter by Donald X. Baccarino, Fuck More, the multiplayer uh, expansion. For- <laughs> 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 so, Kurt, people want to get in touch with you. Where do they go? If they want to
0: get in touch with me, or us, I should say, there's a couple of ways to do it. Go to our Facebook page, MFGCast on Facebook. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at MFGCast. I usually am the one that mans that one. Dan hasn't changed his uh, Twitter yet, so if you want to get to Dan and Kim, it's uh, GNU podc- at GNU Podcast. So if you want to visit that old thing... <laughs> right? uh,
2: do you even go on that anymore? I, I use the Twitter often, and my favorite is somebody sent me a message like, hey man, we got a game I want to talk to you about. I would love to be on your show. I'm like, you're about like eight months too late. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> like, awesome. Get started on your time machine first, and we'll book you. <laughs> nice. That's funny. But I did tell them that uh, we can get them on MFG Cast. We have some friends on the inside. Very nice. And also,
0: if you want to, if you have a game that you want to talk about, or if you want us to review, you you can email us at mfgcast3 at gmail.com.
2: Now, say somebody wanted to listen to some kick ass music, like in the theme song.
0: Oh yes, if you want to listen to some kick kick if you want to listen to some kick ass music, like in the theme song, check out on anywhere albums are sold or listened to. You can actually listen to it for free on YouTube, but you also can purchase it on amazon music you can actually uh purchase it on itunes it's she do voodoo so just like she does except for she do s-h-e-d-o-v-o-o-d-o um a friendly face uh somebody you might recognize if you're a fan of the show uh Richard shane that is his band and a bunch of uh friends that a bunch of my friends came out with that album and um it's their self-titled album, She Do Voodoo. <laughs>
1: uh
0: it's 11 tracks. Uh if you find it on Amazon, I think it's only like 9.39 or something like that. But besides being a board game connoisseur, I'm very into music. I love lots of music, except for country, fuck country. This if you like good rock music, you will love this album. And I will put my guaranteed stamp on it because I uh was because I know a guy got a free copy and was able to listen to it and I, that's all I've listened to since and I can tell it's also good because my son who is more of a pop kind of guy he um, every time we listen to it he's always singing to it so I know that's good because he sings to it too so.
2: Now, so this how long have you had a patreon going
0: oh I got I wish I've had
2: a patreon right. going now here's the thing we have never asked for money right? All no, these other podcasts, oh, supporters here, do this, oh, send us an email, don't forget to answer this, send us your email, follow us on Kickstarter, like, everyone's just begging for money, it's like walking down <laughs> the streets of Manhattan, oh, change, change, we do not ask for cash, we don't want you to just throw money our way, but treat yourself to some damn good music, That's you know, right. this isn't for us, this is for you, you have earned this music, That's go check right. out the album, and enjoy
0: yeah, exactly. Another way you can you can help us out, pay us off, whatever you want to call it. It is not actually with money. It's with good reviews. Go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, tell us how much you adore Kim and that you want her you want a little meeple lover on your dresser for the rest of your life and just you know you know tell us what you like about the show please don't say it's a show and then send it <laughs> like some other jackass i saw
2: that <laughs> <laughs> it's a show you listen to thanks okay, yeah exactly but you know what i feel like that's the caliber of people that would like our personality mm-hmm. <laughs> that's
0: true that's true. you might as well tell me i hate your face because that's what i read into it
1: <laughs>
0: oh, but anyway um again there's lots of, lots of ways to get a hold of us, so please do. We love talking with you. We love that you've been listening and continue to listen. It's been five years. It's been a gun run. Get a hold of us. Here, here's um, one
2: thing that is great, though. Since we will have a couple of those games listed on the Facebook group to pair off, mm-hmm. this is your chance to do the other thing that you love to do on the Internet. Shit all over the thing you don't like. You think Machi Koro sucks? Shit all over it. You <laughs> think that Star Realms is better than Hero Realms? Tell me why that game fucking sucks. It's your chance to just destroy something that someone else created. The internet loves that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. and so, you yeah, know, get in on the conversation, and until then, I'm Kurt.
3: I'm Dan. And I'm Kim.
0: And this was the Cast. Legends of Tabletop
1: Podcast. Legends, one die a time. What? 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 Nothing.
0: <laughs> okay. No, Battle Bards is great fantasy audio.
1: I would know that. Only things I care about are cartoons, balloons, Star Wars, candy, peels, flames, dogs, <laughs> Pokemon, video games, fireflies.
0: Do you even know what those are?
1: existentialists paintings.
0: I don't even know how to say that.
1: The sound of farts, <laughs> ninjas, <laughs> and axtronics.
0: Okay, that's a lot to process. Farts? Really? Oh, but check this out: Lord Ardok is a wooden fortique symbol, bidder octomont far stay out monkasabu fu chi Ooh,
1: scary! <laughs> And this Ooh, it presses. You
0: can't deny this though. No al
1: naolapireta Icarino ilasa zorge. Lapilasa bolape turb's. Okay, that's very cool.
0: Okay, Logan, so how much would you pay for that awesome audio?
1: 13.2 pesos.
0: There's no such thing as .2 pesos.
1: 1,500 yen. 500 pinks. Republic credits.
0: That's not even real. That's Star Wars, Logan.